It's Pastor Nick here from BCC, and it's my absolute pleasure to welcome Mark Lyndon Jones along from Empower, Elin's national ministry. Mark, really, really nice to uh, be with you this afternoon. Um, Great to be here, Nick. We've got a men's night tonight. We've got some curry lined up. We've got some guys coming. Uh, but I just wanted to grab an opportunity to chat to you, uh, really kind of just sound you out on a, on a few things, if that's okay, and we'll just see where this goes. Obviously, I'm concentrating on the fact that there's a curry coming, so um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> my I belly's can, empty. I can hear your stomach <laughs> rumbling, yeah, and, and I'm pretty pretty hungry myself. I went but for a run. Uh, for the people listening, it's a rainy sort of evening in Birmingham uh, in September. I've been out for a run, so I'm really hungry now. So, And you've struggled through M5 traffic, haven't yes. you? Yeah. So just give us a heads up. What, what's your burden for men's ministry in the UK? Why do you do what you do? Because you get around so many churches and you see so many blokes. What, what, what fires all of that up? I think for me, you know, I, I don't really think it's my it's my idea, you know, or my invention, men's ministry, you know, because as far as I can see it, you know, Jesus came and he chose 12 men to do life with. And so really my heart is to emulate what he was doing, you know, 12 ordinary guys. Um, one of them didn't turn out too good, uh, but all the rest of them, he did. He was doing life with them, the raw, a raw level of doing life. And uh, and in that, you know, he was able to, you know, disciple them in his ways. And uh, and when he went after three years, you know, they sought to change the world the right way up, you know, with with the aid and the power of the Holy Spirit within them. And we we wouldn't be here today, you know, if 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 those eleven guys that were left, you know, hadn't done the things that Jesus did. And so yeah. I'd love, I would, I just want to see that um, perpetuated, you know, for as long as. Um, till the time when Christ comes again. Yeah, what, what, like, what would you say to um, a bloke that's maybe thinking of starting up a men's ministry in his church? How would how would he go about it? What would he where would he start? Yeah, so I so I would I would say you know you know um, it's 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 about connecting with guys you know at a real level and and not trying to think that you've got to lay on an event you know where a hundred men are going to turn up at the first night um, because quite frankly. It's probably not going to not going to happen. But if there's three or four guys, you know, that actually are up for meeting together, you know, once a week or once a month or a couple of times a month, you know, for a cup of coffee or or something else, you know, where you just get together around the table and talk about life, and at some point, you know, introduce the Bible to that, um, you know, and and see where that leads, you know. So when I started that, you know, 13 years ago, myself with three or four other guys, um, you know. Uh, you know to half of those guys you know two of those guys weren't even christians but they were able to you know it was a bit of a challenge to get them into church but they 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 quite easily accepted the invitation um to come and have a cup of coffee on a monday night and one of the guys owned a owned a calf so we so we met in his calf and uh and that's what we did we just met together to talk about life and at some point you know i introduced the bible to them because they never they never thought the bible had any relevance to their lives Tell us a little bit about um, like a men's event or a men's ministry uh, thing that you've done in, in like in recent months that's just really worked well. Uh, and what were the ingredients that went into that? Um, you know, what, was there anything inspirational out of that? How did God move? Just just maybe share one or two things that's been happening with you recently. Well, even me personally, I'm still seeking to meet with guys on a regular basis. Um, in a in a last Monday, even even last Monday, I met with you know with about eight or nine other guys. Um, in Costa Coffee, and um, and I wondered how it was going to go 
to be honest, because I hadn't really, with these particular guys, I hadn't really felt as I had a real conversation about the real issues of life. And, uh, and basically, when we met together last last Monday, a number of the guys just began to open up, you know, over over a coffee and uh, and talk about their anger issues. And, um, and I thought, oh, that's brilliant. You know, this this is it, where guys can sort of say, these are the things, you know, this is one of the things I'm struggling with. You know, and um, you know, you know what, you know, what, what's your advice? You know, where, you know, what the other guys got to say about that, and how, how can I do this? How can I do this thing better, and not upset people all the time? And so that was that was that was just a local situation, you know, doing that. I think it's so powerful for blokes to realise that the struggles they have, uh, they're not alone in them. You know, and I think when they yeah. break through that and realise yeah. that they're not by themselves, yeah, uh, and often the struggles they have are very similar in yeah. a group. Absolutely, it, they feel relieved, don't they? And they feel they connected, uh, and they also feel empowered because then they suddenly realise, oh, okay, I can see that what you've done to overcome that can really speak to my situation. Um, Absolutely, and and it was good. It was good to see that, you know, just see a couple of guys get a bit of freedom from that, where they've been isolated in with that issue. Um, and then when they opened up and other guys had said, well, you know, you know, I've been there or I'm there on occasions and this is how, you know, I recognise the pressure points and this is how I try to alleviate that. Actually, it was a good, it was a great conversation. And that, and that's at the heart of what, you know, what's on my heart, you know, on this, on this empower men stuff. I think guys these days uh, out in society struggle a lot with isolation just as a just as a general rule it seems there seems to be so many blokes going it alone it seems to be that kind of macho idea of manliness means you've got it all sorted and there's no problems how could you or how could we you know perhaps as a movement or as churches encourage men to connect more have you got any advice about that that seems to be quite a hard thing to to, to manage what what have you seen has worked i, th- I think it is a, a hard thing to manage i think of all the of all the issues that men face, and there are there are many issues, you know, that men face in it. In a what is a relatively pressured world, you know, from a work point of view as well as you know trying to manage fa- the balance between family and marriage and church and all all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, isolation, you know, is probably is probably a key issue. You know, that men have to look out for and be alert to, and um, and so because very often you know guys will tell us you know as as pastors or as men's group leaders they'll tell us you know i can't i can't make it this week or next week um i can't make it because I've, I've just got to get myself sorted and uh and it's that thing isn't it that men think they've got to fix everything all the time and uh, and in actual fact that is a you know that is a uh, that's a that's a red alert you know to something not going quite right so that's what we've got we've got to have a place for men to meet we've got to have a time for men to meet and we've got to provide the opportunity for men to come together and uh, and break out of that isolation you know it's 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 not coincidental you know that the biggest killer of men under 50 in the uk is suicide and and suicide you know those decisions about suicide and those mental health challenges are usually born out of a place of isolation you know, it's when a man is isolated that probably he's at his most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and we and we know, you know, from David's story, from King David's story in the Bible, we know that 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 chapter, you know, where that's mentioned, starts by saying that in the time when kings went off to war, David stayed at home. So true. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so and and obviously, you know, quite a few problems arose from him staying at home instead of going off with the boys to fight. You're absolutely right to say that, and and I think it's a massive struggle for for guys who who often find themselves much more alone than they're prepared to admit. 
Yeah. Um, another thing I've noticed, and I don't know if you if if you agree with this, but another another aspect of where we find ourselves in you know 2019 is that blokes seem to be just incredibly busy, just so busy. You know, they're always doing stuff. Um, any insights into that, and how can we tackle that one? Because that's like the other end of the spectrum. They've just got so much stuff on. They never got any time to pay attention to perhaps some of the maybe the important things of life. Yeah, you know? I, you know, and I think we find ourselves in that boat as well, Mick. So I think you know, just you know, unfortunately, it's no good saying that we've got it all together um, in terms of the work-life balance um, because uh, you know we're challenged in that area ourselves, um, and so. You know, I I think it's a I think it's a, I think it's about providing an opportunity, having a time and a date and a place in the diary. You know, where where we're going to get together. You know, for some fellowship with some other brothers, because because quite frankly, you know, if we don't plan to do these things, then they're not going to happen. Yeah. And actually, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to take a whole evening. It can be an early morning if that suits some guys better. It can be, you know, um, and it can be an evening. And and I you know, and I think sometimes we just got to. We've got to prioritise it. If we don't prioritise it, um, you know, to to try and achieve that balance, um, then it's not going to happen. Get the diary out, make a plan, isn't yeah. it? Really? Yeah. And I think sure. if you can plan, I I would say, you know, for any any guys or pastors listening, you know, or looking to, you know, you know, encourage in men coming together, you know, to minister to one another and encourage one another, then uh, then I think, you know, at least, um, you know, once once a month, ten months of the year. You know, make two. You know, leave out August and December. You know, for yeah. obvious seasonal reasons. Um, you know, stick in a few social nights um, and some some activity evenings. And uh, like tonight, we're doing a curry night. You know, that's yeah. that's great. Um, and then you know, for another six, just ordinary nights where guys are getting together yeah. to talk about life, um, encourage one another. You know, look at the Bible. You know, we you know the Bible calls that you know, iron sharpening. You know when. When uh, you know, when as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. You know, it says uh, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, and it's it's just such an encouraging, you know, inspirational thing for all of us. You know, whether we're, whether you know, whether we're pastors or not. You know, to do that with a bunch of guys is just one of the most encouraging things. Yeah. And uh, and so you know, half a dozen times a year to do that. And my own experience with that is that guys who don't normally come to church. Can be invited to someone like a Costa or Starbucks or whatever your particular you know flavour is. You know, other guys can be invited into that conversation and and talk about life. And, and I'm telling, I've seen scores of guys you know listening to those conversations and uh, and actually you know come to Christ as a result and become one of the brothers in Christ as well. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Have you got any uh, particular recommendations or or things that you've come across in you know the last year or so that you've thought just great resources for men's groups or for men's ministry? You know, I'm thinking things like you know YouTube videos or social media stuff or books. Anything that's jumped out at you that you've thought, ah, now that's really good. I'm well, sorry to put you on the spot as no, well. That's I think, yeah. Well, I think it would be remiss of me, Nick, you know, not to mention the fact that Empower you know produce um, a devotional email. You know, yeah, we do every that. every yep. Monday, and the and the whole heart and idea behind that was that we know guys don't like reading. Most guys don't like reading. I like reading. Other guys like reading, but you know, a lot of guys you know need to, need want want information in snippets. And so we designed that whole Empower devotional, uh, which can be found you know on Empower.zone, and you just sign up for the devotional. You get a a two minute 
email through on a Monday morning. Yeah, we've been with the thought for the day, well, and you've yeah, been very instrumental. Well, we've been very specific about keeping that short. You know, yeah, we uh, have. We, we write that and we we keep it like so that it's like it really is literally a two minute read, isn't it? And yes. it just gives you a thought to set you up for the week. Yeah. Anything else that you've kind of you know you've seen like around that Absolutely. you thought was really good? What I am going to say, I'm going to take guys back to the Bible because I think you know we can avoid um, <laughs> the Bible, and uh, and from my experience, a lot of a lot of blokes, you know, don't know where to start with the Bible, especially newer Christians or, um, you know, or other guys who just can't, you know, don't know where to start. It's such a it's such a big book of books, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But actually, if you want to start somewhere, for, for many years now, you know, um, and with myself and with other guys that we, we started meeting all those years ago, we started reading, um, you know, a chapter of Proverbs a day. And, uh, and you can just step in tomorrow, you know, whatever the date is, 24th yeah. tomorrow, just step into Proverbs 24. It's a three-minute read. In each Great. chapter, yep. it covers about, you know, seven topics. And, yeah. uh, and it, I think it speaks right to the heart of men, you know, yeah. in terms of all the men's issues, in terms of marriage, in terms of bringing up your kids, in terms of how to handle your finances, in terms of how to, how to handle the neighbor next door that's winding you up, in terms of how to manage and harness your emotions, it's all in there. And basically, you know, what you'll, what you'll know if you dip into Proverbs, you know, it'll speak into your life. And actually, you'll know there's a whole bunch of other guys doing that. Yeah. But, you know, there's people like John Eldridge that have, that have produced, you know, sc- you know, scores of material, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, books such as Wild at Heart, books such as The Father Heart of God, books such as Encountering God, you know, these books, you know, that, that actually speak right to the heart of the man. Yeah. And, um, you know, and we'll, you know, we'll look to deal with some of those topics, you know, some of the empower events that are coming up, you know, so Eldridge has got a good one. But I think there's such, there's such an enormous amount of, you know, resources out there. But actually, I, th- I think it, there's a key guy that speaks into men's hearts. And actually, you saying about resources and just going back to the Bible reminds me that uh, it's not all necessarily about having to read. Sometimes you can get an audio Bible. And I know that there's blokes that do a commute and, you know, particularly if they're going to be listening to this podcast who will just listen to stuff. You know, my recommendation yeah. for those for those gents is w- w- get yourself a decent audio Bible. Mm. You know, there's a there's a thing called the Bible Project, yeah. um, which I think is uh, like a dramatized version of the whole yeah, yeah. Bible read out in NIV. And it's, yeah. it's got American actors in it and sound effects and stuff like that. And it really takes you into the spirit of... You know, you feel like you're there. Of the narrative. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like a, it's like listening to a film score. You know, it's yeah. actually very good. Yeah. And then there's on on the U version, you can uh, the yeah. U version Bible app. You that. can actually yeah. play that and and listen back to it. You know, yeah. you just do a chapter and it will it will play. So Brilliant. there's all these resources out there, aren't there? And they're all in you know all in the palm of our hand. Yeah. And you know you know you don't have to necessarily find find a holy place to open a big black Bible. You know. No. But actually, you can have it on your phone, which is amazing. So whatever time of day suits you, or what I try to achieve is a rhythm, you know, a rhythm throughout the day, you know, where I'll, where I'll have a conversation with the Lord, you know, um, in the morning, at noon, and in the evening, you yeah. know, and actually you can read, you know, read something from the Bible as well. That's really good. I mean, that, that, that actual practice, I think, goes back to, like, you know, some of the early Desert Fathers, yeah, like, third and right, fourth yeah, century, and, yeah. and they developed these patterns of... Yeah. Connecting with God, you know, at regular routines throughout the day, and then then you've got the Benedictine monks doing the same things, yeah. and they, I mean, they had a whole structure, didn't they? they did. and, uh, and how do you find that works for you? Because I, I, I'll just be really honest. I have a, I'm really definite about my quiet time first yeah. thing in the morning, yeah. And then for me, for the rest of the day, it's arrow prayers. I'm, I'm so busy and I'm so focused. But how do you find doing that like regular thing through the day? Does it I, work I well? I, I picked something up from Timothy Keller, and he did a book on prayer. And uh, and then towards the back of that, and and I'd, I'd 
I had established, you know, a rhythm of prayer in my own life with a with a daily prayer, quite a long daily prayer, you know, about two and a half thousand words long, which is far too long for <laughs> most guys. Um, but addressing every aspect of life, um, my own life and church life, family life, yeah. my finances, my health, my kids, and all that sort of stuff. So I so I've got this daily prayer that I will I will practice throughout the week. But um, but just a rising prayer. I've got a rising prayer, a noonday prayer, a prayer after the midday meal, and a prayer in the evening, and a prayer before I retire. And and so you're right. That's where that was that that would have been the origin of that. But actually, those prayers, you know, will will be a couple of minutes yeah. long, and just invite. You know, so much stuff you know comes at us. You know, through that little device that we hold in our hand, that mobile yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. You know, where where we are on call, could be on call 24 hours a day, you know, unless yeah. you turn your phone off, you know, um, you know, you could be bombarded 24 hours a day. So we, we've got to find the discipline, you know, to to manage that phone. But actually, at the same time, you know, we can keep the right documentation on there to help us, you know, find that rhythm of prayer. And so so that that's it's simple. It's, it's not a religious thing as far as I'm aware. It's just it's just reminding myself that I need to invite the Lord into every moment in a, every section of the day because I need wisdom beyond my wisdom. Otherwise, I'm mm. not going to get through the day properly. Yeah, and, and it just I'm curious. Do you have? Is it has it got set wording or? Is yeah, it, I've got set wording. I've got a long narrative prayer, the, my daily yeah. prayer, but I I wouldn't do that every day now. Uh, I've got this. I've got these um, these short conversations of prayer written. It's a narrative. Yeah. You know, we're inviting the Lord in. I'm, I'm saying, you know, forgive me if I've let you down this morning. Set me up for the right stuff this afternoon. You know, Very good. to keep you as the focus. And then before before we go to sleep, just just invite the Lord into your sleep. You know, Psalm 127 says that the Lord gives rest to those he loves. Brilliant. And, and, and it's important for us to get the rest and, and, of the and, and blokes typically will often worry in the night. You know, I, yeah, I mean, I've, as a pastor, I've often yeah. chatted to guys who said, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that. Yeah. And, 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 and so have you found that that, you know, yeah, bringing, I've, bringing I've the psalm in at late at night? It's a occurrence in my own life. Yeah. And uh, I really had to learn how to manage that. You know, yeah. Paul said, you know, that we're transformed by the renewal of our minds. And so we all know that the biggest battles that we face are the battles of the mind and so the way I sought to manage that because there's so many things you know if we've had a busy day then trying to relax as we go to bed is not an easy thing so what I decided to do when I was when I was woken in the night by a thought you know by uh, just trying to work some situation up I got up I get up out of bed I go to the kitchen I don't put the TV on I'll, I'll make myself, I'm okay, I can drink a cup of coffee and you know, still go back to sleep. Other guys might want a cup of tea. I'll, I'll go down and I'll have my Bible, whether it's on my um, iPad or whether it's my Bible, and I'll, just, and I'll just see if the Lord wants to say something to me. And I'll invite him into that moment. And if I'm anxious about something, and if I'm worried about something, then I'll, I'll encourage myself with a word uh, where Paul said to the Philippians, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything with prayer and petition, make your request known to me. So I'll, I'll, I'll say, you know, I'm not going to be anxious about this situation. I might even do my rising prayer four o'clock in the morning and, in, and just invite the Lord into that day. And what I find, if I, if, I spend, if I spend that time, I'm guaranteed nobody's going to interrupt me. Um, no texts are going to come through. No phone calls, no emails. And actually, I'll return to bed generally within the hour 
having spent some time with the Lord and right. actually given the anxiety over to him yeah. and actually it's a good place to be and I would say okay if you've woken up you know and you know you know if you're going to continue lying in the bed you know that you're going to go on the what-if scenarios and you're going to try and work it all out and and actually your mind isn't in the best place in yeah. the dark and in the middle of the night so you could well end up torturing yourself get up you know you know go Tell downstairs a cup of yeah. tea speak to the lord yeah. give it over to him go back to sleep brilliant have the rest i mean there's so many so many blokes would really <laughs> appreciate you know hearing that and uh and, and just giving that a go as well, you know, yeah. particularly the, the ones that worry, even, yeah. though, even though they say they don't, yeah. I think they, we're all a bit worried. And you'll grow out of it. You know, I, I have been a warrior, you know, for quite a period of my life, quite a long time, uh, where I, I would worry about things and I would, you know, just tossing and turning all night with, a, with, a, with that thought. But actually, once I disturbed the thought and took it to the Lord over a cup of tea um, and his word, then actually, and I suppose for me, you know, that's where the daily prayer was born out of. The narrative that I wrote down meant that I didn't wake up any morning, um, you know, wondering what am I going to pray for today, or I don't know how to pray. There were moments in my own life where, you know, I would I would wake up with anxious thoughts. And so the daily prayer for me, where I've got a narrative to speak to the Lord, let's face it, the Lord, when the disciples asked, asked the Lord, um, you know, how, how do we pray? Teach us to pray. Yeah. He gave them a pattern of prayer. Yeah, he did, yeah. And so, why, yeah. you know, why shouldn't we give ourselves a pattern of prayer? Yeah. If you take that pattern and you're giving the honour and the glory to Him on your on your rising thought, that's a great that's a great way to start the day. Exactly. So that's yeah. so overcome, you know, anxious thoughts for me Fantastic. to give Him to to invite Him in right at the beginning of the day, and then keep it with Him throughout the day. There is a lot of pressure on a lot of on a lot of guys, and uh, um, sometimes we just got to knock things back over the net, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and invite the Lord in. Um, would you? I'm going to put you on the spot one more time. Last little thing. Would you just say uh, a little prayer for any of the guys listening to this, uh, just to encourage them in their prayer life, and then we'll wrap it up because we've got curry uh, in a minute or two. So great. Thanks, Mark. So, Father, I thank you for the opportunity that I've had just to have this chat with Nick, and um, and Lord. It, it's been, it's been an honest chat, you know, from my heart. I, I wasn't expecting, um, you know, where we were going to go with this. Uh, but Lord, I know that my experience, you know, has also been the experience of many other guys that might be listening to this today. And so, Lord, I particularly think of, you know, the guys that are feeling the pressure of life right now. Those guys that have got anxious thoughts, that have, uh, have got mental health challenges, are feeling the stress that might even be taking medication. Um, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you enable all of those brothers, any guy listening, um, to be able to be to break free from that stuff. Lord, your word says that we can be transformed by the renewal of our minds. And so, Lord, I just pray for each and every one of the guys listening to just surrender their minds to you, not to be stupid, but just say, Lord, I invite you in to my thinking, um, to my thoughts, uh, to my anxiety into my stress knowing that your word says don't be anxious about anything you said don't worry about anything um you know because i'm going to take care of you and so lord i pray the next time any guy has a waking thought that causes him anxiety i pray that you'll help him to remember that little tip just get up from the bed go and have a cup of tea and have a conversation with you 
and just remind ourselves you know, of what your word says and invite you into those moments and, uh, and continue then um, to get, to get the, the right rest that we need in life. So I pray that um, as your promise, you promised in your word, the Lord gives rest to those he loves. And so we get the right rest as well as the right exercise and diet and all the rest of it. But Lord, I pray um, that you'll help every guy listening today um, to be sharpened by this encouragement and to grow in their relationship with you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Marks, thanks so much. Really appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. I think it's time for food now. Yes, I think you're right. Gents, thanks very much for listening. And uh, we really hope that you get lots out of the podcast. And uh, do contact us with your feedback. That would be great. Uh, thanks ever so much.